Hi, this is customer DeVito. Hey, this is Leo and a big welcome back to The Sound Museum, the music podcast with that personal connection. I hope you are enjoying my limited series, Australian Idol and Beyond. This week we're celebrating Cosmet DeVito. Make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast on your favourite podcast provider. That way you won't miss any future episodes and it helps the show grow and reach more people. Now, in this bonus episode, I take you back to 2013, where my then co-host Michael and I went backstage at the GH Nightclub in Melbourne to interview Cosima. She was about to perform her new remix of Hot Stuff for the very first time. So I hope you enjoy this throwback interview with Cosima DeVito. This is the Sound Museum with Leo and Michael tonight, coming to you live from the GH Nightclub in St Kilda. It's hard to believe it was 10 years ago that we had the first season of Australian Idol. Some amazing talent from that season, including the winner, Guy Sebastian, Shannon Noll, Pauline, Rob Mills, and Courtney Ash. And yeah. our next guest, happy 10th anniversary, Cosmo DeVito. Thank you. Thank you very much. Welcome to Melbourne. It's a bit chilly, but we're It is fine. a little, but um, I'm loving it. I've missed it, I must admit. Now, it's been 10 years since Idol. It has, Where yeah. has the time gone, darling? I have no idea no idea it feels like yesterday doesn't it it's been a whirlwind it's been incredible let's go look back let's go back a bit to idol and the day that you auditioned for (laughs) the show (laughs) what made you audition for the first ever season of this kind of genre you know what i even up until the day before i had no intention of doing it and then i just woke up in the morning i'm like okay let's go (laughs) (laughs) let's go let's do it yeah and i haven't looked back since it's bigger than what i ever imagined the best thing ever that i've ever done because your audition song was i surrender by celine dion you weren't (laughs) taking the easy way out no it's not like me (laughs) because in i guess in these shows like x factor and the voice and idol People always say to you, never choose the big three, Celine, Mariah or Whitney. No, hello. I do, and I do them all the time. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with me? So what made you choose <laughs> I Surrender as your auditioner? That's really important. Oh, that Celine, um, you know, I grew up loving Whitney. She was my greatest idol, but, you know, and then in my teens, Celine came along and I think I Surrender would have to be probably one of one of her toughest songs and one of my, definitely one of my favourites. So I just thought, yeah, why not? Now, you did have a few defining moments in the show, including Donna Summer's Hot Star. Oh, yes. First week, yes. But it was <laughs> Cold Chisel's When the War Is Over that really catapulted you to fame. Yeah, that On was amazing. Show. That was incredible, yeah. A lot of people were asking me, why are you doing Cold Chisel? I'm like, I love it. I've always loved that track. What made you choose that song on the show? Because obviously, when you did that song, it was a moment on the show that it was... I would have called a moment. It was, it was. Um, you know, there's, there's certain songs in your life that just hit you. And I, I remember hearing um, John Farnham during Whispering Joke. I had, I had the cassette back then of that. And um, I don't know, I always said to myself, God, it would be amazing to do a male song. Mm. Like, and to hear it, you know, from a female point of view, to, to be able to just bow it. Because male songs just have this different register. So I thought, yeah, why not? It was Australia week. It was third week. 
so I thought, yeah, why not? Let's do that one. It's one of my favourite tracks, Australian tracks anyway. So Another diva that you tackled on the show was Mariah Carey. You did Hero. <laughs> yeah, and I, did. I remember watching that performance and that was, a f- I guess, the first time when I sort of thought there's something wrong with your voice because yeah. there was something that wasn't quite right. No, I struggled with that song. Yeah. yeah. When did you realise that the voice wasn't coping or you're struggling when did you first um, realize that and what did you do it was actually it was actually quite early on when i came back for a wild card because mm. i i did top 40 and then i was sent home and then came back for wild card i was i was recovering from um laryngitis so i remember um coming back and doing uh, my heart will go on by, by celine and i remember i had to bring it down a semitone because i i could normally do the normal like in the normal register but I couldn't do it and Mm. I just started to go oh oh no and then just the fast pace of the show just kept going and then every week I found myself oh my god songs that I would normally find quite simple and quite easy to sing were quite difficult and I had to rearrange them so it just became harder and harder and I just yeah as the weeks got on it just just with the stress of it all and we were talking all the time and interviewing and it was just full on that it just the voice just eventually just gave up really I think towards the end I was down to the final two I pushed two, it yeah and final I was the final three sorry Michael you're right <laughs> <laughs> final three um, of course yourself uh, Shannon Noel and yeah. uh, Sebastian and that moment where you took uh, a piece of paper out you know, and you gave that I still that can't watch speech. that speech I, really I actually because I I've watched that since back then and I watched it on YouTube this afternoon and I was like oh my god I know I remember so when I saw annoying. that I was so upset I'm like oh. I wanted to win the final because that was a really hard decision to make it was it was um because you had nodules on your vocal cords I did I did I had nodules um they were soft so I was really fortunate so that I was basically told that if I continued then I would risk them you know that they if you if you hold on to the and you continue singing on top of nodules, then you have to get them operated, and then your mm. voice is really never the same, which is what happened with Julie Andrews. So yeah, it was either you know rest the voice and just walk away, or you know continue and then risk potential damage. And I, yeah, I just I couldn't live with myself if that had happened really. But it's okay now because all <laughs> it's fine. fine. Yes, exactly. it's fine. It's all good now. Yes. Cosmo Devito is our special guest tonight. More with Cosmo next. How can I go home and not get blown away? Ain't nobody gonna steal this heart away. Ain't nobody gonna steal this heart away. Ain't nobody gonna steal this heart away. Now, Cosmo, The War Was Over was released independently and yeah. you became the first artist, um, independent artist, to debut at number one I know. on the ARIA charts. Selling over awesome. 70,000 copies yeah. as well. And the album reached number two. You worked with Diane Warren in the States, what an, an amazing, amazing yeah. songwriter. Written so many hits for like Celine Dion, and Aerosmith, Mariah, Whitney. Yeah, that was incredible. Um, what was it like working with her, first of all? 
Oh my God, she's uh, she's one of those um, iconic people that when you just that when you meet them and you're just sitting there watching her ride, it's just yeah, she's just a really interesting, talented person who's just so immersed and just loves music like more than anything else. It was just incredible, just watching her and just learning from her. When you're in the studio with someone like that, do you mm. sort of know? get to learn where they draw their inspiration from for all these songs does she have you like do. a I got formula to, I don't know if she does but it, you know you meet you meet certain people and, and they just stand out like they just stand out from the crowd like I met her and instantly there was just something different about her she was she just loves music like it's in every fibre of her body and when she's writing she just goes into this other world it's at the time like you know, she was an old. She's an older woman, and she wasn't married, but she just dedicated her life just entirely to music. It was, a, and she was drawing her inspirations from, you know, her family. You know, because because you love me, she wrote because you love me for Celine Dion, mm. and that was about her father. So you, song. yeah, so I got to I got an insight into a lot of songs where you would think it was about something, and then it was. And the other thing was when the war is over. I remember speaking to you know Steve Presswich, who's now left us. Um, when I met him in Melbourne, because he wrote When the War Is Over, and that was about the break of, of his marriage. And I'm here thinking, oh, it's about war. Yeah, it's about the war of marriage. So it's amazing to actually speak to a songwriter, and those are the questions you ask. Oh, why did exactly. you write that? And where did you get that inspiration from? Mm-hmm. And you, and they get to tell you there and then, and that's an amazing experience. And I guess with songs, the amazing thing is, is that when someone hears a song, yeah, they may interpret it in a different way. Exactly. Which is the way that sort of yeah. may help them with something. Exactly. But how many how many times can you actually ask, are you in a situation where you can actually ask the songwriter? The actual songwriter, Why yes. did you write that and where did you, where was your inspiration? Are you guys still in contact, you and Diane? I speak to her every now and then, yeah. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, she's amazing. Around this time, you're also learning about the music business. Oh, yeah. Because there is the music, and there's this performing, and there's the singing, and there's the writing, but there's also the business. The business side, Which yeah. a lot of artists sort of lead towards people to do. <laughs> yeah. And you had management issues a few Oh, like, years ago. like everyone else, yeah. <laughs> and it was through the courts and everything. How did yeah. you get through that, that tough time? Oh, gosh. A lot of family support and a lot of really uh, good friends around me, and um, just the just the faith that I you I would get through to at the end of it. You know, it's comforting to know that like a lot of artists go through it, and I think with being on a show like Idol, it because you're just plummeted into into something so quickly, something so big as the you know mm. on TV, and then everyone knows you and everything. You're having to learn really, really quickly a lot of things, and. And on that journey, you're making, you know, you can't always make the right decisions and, and you know, you're, le- you're having to learn really fast. And what did you learn from that whole time? The to biggest... trust in myself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, family support is really, really important and you, you should never steer away from the reason why you're doing it, which is music. Now, obviously, you're an independent artist. Yeah. And it's, it's very hands-on with everything, with from... Yeah the performing to organizing everything behind the scenes what have you learned about the business side of the industry uh it's not as hard as what i originally thought because um i have um what i've learned is that you have to have a really great team behind you that you can trust you can't do everything on your own but and you need to have a lot of people around you a good solid people and um management that i have now and people that i have around me 
love it as much as I do mm. and they're honest and they're hardworking and that's at the end of the day that's what it is you you have to work really hard and to create what you want to create and and music is wonderful and I get up on stage and I perform and that's easy for me but to get to that point where you're you have to work as a team and you have to work together and you can't do that on your own you have to work and you have to trust people and you I don't know, and I think becoming of age, you, you get to learn a lot more about yourself, so it just becomes a little bit easier, because you just accept yourself in your own skin, and you're not fighting yourself anymore, and you know, you, you realise that there are people that like you, and people that don't like you, and the music that you start creating is, is a lot more real, you know, everything just falls into place beautifully, I guess. Yeah. Now, in 2007, yeah. you did release the new single, Keep It Natural, followed by your second album, This Is Now. Now, they were both released independently. Now, this <laughs> album was really a labour of love. Tell us about that. It was. I, I, I wrote nearly most of it, which was amazing. I mean, I had been writing for years, but I just I was at that point where I... You know, writing is, is such a personal thing that, I don't know, maybe for other people it's a lot easier. I found it really hard to actually say, look... I'm going to let people hear what I do. Like, I've always sung, but to let people hear what I write, was a, I found it a little bit uh, daunting. Um, so with that second album, I just went, you know what, I'm just going to do it. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it, it's just a different experience when you're actually performing your own tracks because it's coming from a different place. You're not interpreting. It's, it's some, it comes from a place where which is quite unique to you. I know exactly. Yeah. yeah, and sorry, and exactly like especially these days, there are so many songs where there's no love in it really. So it's it's great hearing this sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you. Our special guest tonight is Cosima Devito. More with Cosima next. Now, last year you released your new uh, first single for like, over four years, right here, <laughs> right here, right now. You're currently working on your new album, and you're going to be releasing a new single this Friday, yes. celebrating ten years yeah. since your appearance on Australian Idol. Tell us about this track you're releasing this week. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So to commemorate, my, uh, I guess, uh, my 10 years on Idol and, and I guess to thank everyone and to thank all my supporters and, and just the, the, the whirlwind of the last 10 years, I decided that I, um, with management, decided that we would release Hot Stuff by Donna Summers and also my love for Donna. And um, obviously, sadly, we lost her last year. So, yeah, it's just a tribute to another fantastic diva that, that we, that's no longer with us and just a fantastic track. It's just bringing everything together and I think it's just bringing all the fans together and just that one moment is coming all together again what's your favorite donna summer track hot stuff <laughs> truly <laughs> truly yeah truly what's your favorite my favorite will have to be i like a few actually yeah um, probably <laughs> macarthur's park oh wow okay um yeah you know cake in the rain oh, i love that line um and cake this time i know it's for real this time Young Divas did I can't yeah. that one to you This time I know it's funny. Love that track Oh that's a great track Were you actually ever approached to be in something like that? Like in the Young Divas? No I wasn't actually What? No oh. well, that's, that's a good, that's Well a good I question. think yes There's a lot of 
<laughs> Look, I think they all did fabulous. That, they that did. Was, that was a great time, yeah. Yeah, four divas together. <gasps> what can happen? Wow. <laughs> what can happen? Wow, yeah. <laughs> Big boys. Oh, Pro- probably best that you stayed away from that then. <laughs> Now, tonight we're um, at the GH yes. and the glamorous venue of the manager's office. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you have performed for in, in so many gay venues all over the country. Yeah. When did you first realise you had your gay fan base? Um, when I was walking in Oxford Street right after Idol and someone came up to me and goes, we'd like to give you our, our little short shorts and I just went can you sign our little shorts and I just went okay (laughs) 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 I don't even know how that happened it was just yeah I just got off the show and and all of a sudden there was all this interest and I just went okay I don't even know why but it I don't care I love it It so I'm happy it was just yeah Yeah, it just happened I'm not sure but I love it they're the the best venues to perform at and they're the best crowds as well. Do you have a little message for your gay fans? I do. I love you all. And thank you so much for the last 10 years. Um, I promised I wouldn't cry, but I'm, I'm immensely emotional over over the fact that you guys are still here. Our pleasure, Cosma Yes. <laughs> now, finally, Cosma, um, with the release of Hot Stuff this Friday, with Digital Damage, oh. shows around the country, what yes. can we expect from the new album? Oh my god, something different and something extremely exciting. It's a new era and okay. yeah, you just have to wait and see. It's going to be great. Give us an inkling of what's coming up, perhaps. What kind of sound we're going for? Any collaborations, any covers, that type of thing? Oh, a little bit of everything. A couple of songs okay. written and a couple of covers. And um, yeah, it's going to be different and new, but still I'm, I'm sure people will love what they hear. But definitely the tools with digital damage are going to be extremely exciting. I'm so looking forward to it. It's going to be massive. She is not giving us much as a skip, guys. <laughs> I <laughs> promise I will keep you posted. <laughs> but that's, that's okay. Um, Michael and Leo with Cosmo tonight at the GH. Thank you so much for Thank joining you. us. Thank <laughs> you. And we're going to let you go because you've got to get ready, get those earrings on and get your, <laughs> get your hair fluffed and <laughs> get the little red dress on. <laughs> Thanks, Cosmo. Thanks, guys. Thank you. That was my 2013 interview with Cosimo DeVito with my then co-host Michael for the Sound Museum. It was so much fun chatting with Cosimo backstage at the GH in Melbourne. Make sure you follow the podcast on social media. Just search for Sound Museum AU on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. Always love your feedback. As I continue my limited series Australian Idol and Beyond, Make sure you join me next week where I profile the amazing Paulini. Until then, thank you so much for listening. Have a great week and I'll see you soon.